Broadcast is live. Broadcast is live. G'day everyone. He's going. Another episode of the Knife Making Down Under podcast. We've got Corrin who's beavering away, looking for some information. Mert, and then me, Kev. Mert, you're having a red wine tonight. I'm having yes, a. Yes, I'm having a red wine tonight because I'm celebrating, my friend. I'm celebrating. Tomorrow is the last day of motherfucking homeschooling. Okay? Love my kids. Love, love my kids. Don't get me wrong. I may touch on them. I love my kids, but there were times that I'm thinking like strangling is an option. Tomorrow is the last day of homeschooling. Last fucking day. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Oh, there we go. That's worth the celebration. Celebration. Started early. Tomorrow I'm gonna to be a hangover. Have you gonna go <laughs> to Zoom me, my kid? I'm like, tell the teacher she's a bitch. I'm like, whoa, Dad. <laughs> <You're Whoa. attention. laughs> yeah. Yeah, so that's that's what's happening. Long time no see, fellas. What are you guys up to? Well, we were here last time. Yeah. <laughs> Smash! <you know>. yeah. <laughs> Might as well. He's gone already. Oh dear. Yeah. No, I have. Um, I've been working, working around the shop. Uh, I'm working on this, um, this, this project I've been working on for a while, which is a, a really cool barrel knife. Uh, I, I don't know that my oh. one will be really cool. But the, the one that, that I'm working on, uh, if I can get it right, three or four knives down the track, read that as three or four years down the track, um, <clears> I think it, it's going to be a pretty fucking sick little thing. So, But I've just, I just was waiting on some tooling to come in, which just arrived from Sutton today. So uh, now I can get back to work on that. Yeah. Yeah, nice. That's a cool project. Mm. I like it a lot. So um, you guys will see it in due course, but yeah, something good. We'll we'll see sneak images, preview images of, ahead of everyone else, no doubt. No doubt. As, as is that the one you often. forged from? A, is that the one you forged from the horse ram? Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a barrel horse ram. <laughs> oh, it's yeah, about it's about this yeah. thing. Like, yeah. <laughs> Be like a dog. <laughs> so, it's, a, it's a barrel knife and shake weight combined together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Be something like um, Kaya getting excited or something, but let's not, uh, oh. let's not go there. <laughs> um, oh, um, yes. Yeah, we went there. Um, I, I'm looking forward to uh, looking forward to getting that finished. Actually, it's it's on my table. I I took to it with the put it back on the mill on Sunday. I did some more work on it. Um, I didn't fuck it up, and uh, and then I put it down and thought, seeing as how I didn't fuck it up, I'll wait a little bit longer before I do anything else. In case you yeah. fuck it up, you just relish that time that you're taking to do it. <clears throat> That's good stuff. I, I went I went a week without fucking up. I went a week without doing anything. <laughs> yeah, no, you're about to jinx yourself. Yeah, but uh, the jinx yourself. I wouldn't even open my mouth. I know I'm gonna fuck it up. It's just it's just yeah. a matter of if, when, and how bad. And how yeah, um, like yeah, you know, that's just the way it is. And it's the fear of failure. I, I 
I think that's probably my biggest struggle. It's when I pick something up and screw it up and I've failed and I've got nothing to lose that I do my best work. Yeah, that's, that's always a that's always a tough starting point, that fear of failure thing. Because I <clears throat> I have that a little bit when I want to start a new project and I'm just not sure. I go, well, I'm not sure I won't bother. <laughs> and then, you know, then when you finally get around to doing it or starting it, you go, oh, that's that's not you know, that hard, is it? Or it might be that no. hard, but you, you get in there. You won't know if you don't bloody have a crack. Uh, Julianne, yeah, thank you. I'm wearing look, this side here, wearing my force through um, yep. sponsor, I guess, T-shirt, supporter shirt. And uh, Paul Orchard, yep, yeah, we're all in New South Wales, mate. Mert's, uh, Mert's uh, Hunter Valley. I'm, I guess... Not really southwestern Sydney and not really southern Highlands. Somewhere in the middle. Yeah, you're on the Hollandilly. <clears throat> in the cusp. And uh and uh, of course um uh Kev isn't in New South Wales at all. He's in Australia. Well, we're we're so in he's surrounded. Too, we're surrounded by it. Yeah. Surrounded by it. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, and then the Queensland Paul say, okay. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, whatever, guys. Yeah, aren't you fucking yeah. good? Whatever. Yeah, come on. <laughs> we're, we're, we're technically out of our uh, six-week snap lockdown tonight, midnight. I won't be going to fucking Kmart to do any fucking shopping. What a fucking joke that is. Um, but there's not much of a change because although there's – Apparently no lockdown. Nothing's fucking open until the end of the month, anyway. So it's a, it's a weird situation to be in. The difficult part in it, in terms of knife making and stuff, is you know I'm I'm for closing down Bunnings, and I can go into Bunnings because I got the trade card. But if you're missing a couple of fucking screws or a couple of bolts, you can't just do a quick fucking in and out trip. If you're not a don't have the card like I do, you've got to do click and collect, which just takes forever. I'm well, out of gas. So I'm just, I need gas for my MIG. My welds looked fucking so sloppy. We talked about it last time. My welds looked so sloppy. It wasn't funny, but I've done what I needed to do there. But I want to do some more um, Damascus. I want to pre prep some more Damascus fillets uh, while we've got some cooler weather here at the moment. And uh, I need gas. So it's yes. nothing's easy. Nothing's easy. Get a stick. But yeah, I, I, I got that happy situation here in Bunnings Picton where I don't run out of nuts and bolts as a general rule. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> I went scrounging oh, for some odd size. I, I am a scrounger from way back. And, and if you haven't been to my shop, you'll see when you get here, you'll see everything is catalogued, organized, scrounged, um, yeah. uh, organized, and. Um, yeah, I pretty much make do, and what I don't have, I can make. So, yeah, guys, yeah. it could be it could be worse. Love my wife, but I sent her to Bunnings last week. Yeah, you know, in the movies, you see like something happens in the airplane, and one of the passengers has to land the airplane. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> it was like forty-five in forty-five messages. Is this the gas bottle you want? Like, yes, I'm. <laughs> Do they have in three packages? Buy three packages, and. Come home to realize she bought three individuals. It's like, oh, but they didn't have it. And Lama wife thought, oh man, that 45 messages. I mean, I'm in the shed, I'm trying to work. I got gloves on, I'm trying to hand sand. 
message comes in, you're trying to put the form with the greasy hands and it doesn't read it. You take the gloves off and reply. And yeah, I, I lost a one hour. I'm thinking, I should, I should have gone to fucking Bunnings by myself. And I just I said, yeah. don't worry about it. Please don't worry about it. Don't buy it. You know what happened? She fucking bought it. Love you, honey. <laughs> yeah. I got no worries. My wife doesn't listen to us. <laughs> Frank says, Frank says, Bunnings click and collect and home delivery was the worst. Two weeks for click and collect and four for home delivery. <clears throat> I think I think Gamico has been worse than that, to be honest, um, with <laughs> our lockdowns and closures and um, and people off. We've had that many, that much issues. But I'm happy to announce uh, and I just touch a bit of wood here, but at the moment we've got we're just running three new employees in the warehouse, and um, uh, and the guys that have been off with COVID, he's back. Uh, the guy that was in hospital, he's back. It's it's really good to see. And um, yeah, so we're 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 chugging along and starting to catch up, starting to get on top of orders. But uh, it, you know we've still got a bit of road to cover because we got so far behind. But is what it is. Um, yeah, that's it. What, you, uh, what have you been up to this week, Mert? Well, the last couple of weeks, actually. Seems like you're a slacker. Uh, I, I made and broke a lot of things. Okay? I made a lot of knives. I was really behind since coming out from the COVID. So I, I made a lot of knives. I caught up with things. That was a good part. Uh, I I, made, I tried Koftgari. Koftgari is the overlay method that is being used in uh, Indo-Persian region and also in the Middle East. So... I decided, okay, I want to try and see if I can make koftgari. Koftgari, for those who don't know, so you make crisscross patterns on the steel, you inlay your steel and you push it in and if it holds it, you're great. So I said, how difficult it can it be? I attempted my first koftgari, which is this crappy copper. I don't know if you can see it. This is my first attempt. Okay. Yep. My first attempt came nice. I'm like, Shit. This is the first time I got this. <laughs> I'm like so high and so happy. And next 45 attempts, I failed. So I've been trying it for two weeks straight. All of my attempts failed. Like epic. I couldn't, whatever I done in the first time worked. And now this didn't work. And talking about breaking things, I broke the tip of my uh, channel bit. Uh, my my kiln was broken, so working on fixing that. Uh, what else? I broke my neck, so my neck is really messed up. I went to chiropractor today, so I had to change my chiropractor because I just noticed, I just realized my former chiropractor passed away during COVID. He was only 50 years old guy. He wasn't from COVID, he was a heart attack, but 50-year-old guy passing away, it was like a shock to me. So I went to this new chiropractor today, and this guy is doing... He's a very small Asian fellow. <clears throat> he's he's doing he's doing strength tests on me, and apparently my neck is so bad. He's holding his hand. He's like, push your neck this way, and I'm like, eh. I couldn't even <laughs> like I couldn't even. <laughs> the guy passed to my belly on a good day. He's holding his hand. He's not pushing it. I'm like, eh. I couldn't even push his hand. So I felt I I, I noticed my inner bitch today. Yeah, that's, it's been an interesting week, but as I say. Last motherfucking day of homeschooling tomorrow. That's the most important thing. <laughs> nice. Yeah, so Cheers Paul Orchard that. says he's Paul Orchard says he's not getting the chat, just what he puts in. I think Paul, <coughs> you'll find that people are commenting on YouTube. I think you're in you're commenting on YouTube. Most people are on Facebook. Oh, um, yeah, and okay, it's yeah. on about four different platforms on Facebook. So the chats that come through here, I don't see everything that gets put up, by the way. 
Some chats no. like the one on my personal profile doesn't seem to come up here. Um, yeah, yeah, but the one on knife making down under is normally the most reliable. So that's all, all we see, really. So if that helps anyone. Um, so there you go. And bless me, says Warren Willing. Yeah, thanks, mate. Yeah. Uh, Mert, there you go. Mert. Yes. Get your giant dog to walk on you and put you right back in. Yeah, walk on your back. Just grab your baby feet. And shake, your, shake your head around and you'll be yeah. fine. Oh, man. I, I took him to a walk the other day. After a month, he fucked up my both of my shoulders. And we, yeah, it's it's been a while. Like, I, I should have taken him off, <laughs> but I couldn't. And now with the weather being shit, but he was so hard yeah, on the leash. Like, shit, he's, is it? Post. I need, I need to pee in that post. Like, anything that's over 50 centimeters, like, up. Oh, Lift the leg, walk in two steps, lift the leg. That's the important things, mate, when you're a dog. Yeah. He's letting the world know that like, you're finally taking him for a walk. He sees a dog, he wants to play. He gets excited, and I'm, I'm trying to brace, and I'm trying to hold on to him. Like He's begging me, and he's, he's on his hind legs and, like, kicking his paws, and while you're pushing to the other person with the tiny dog, and all I can say is, He's friendly. He's friendly. He's friendly. <laughs> <laughs> so oh. knife making, knife making wise, Kev, what have you been up to? Uh, I've got a, I finished a custom order for a guy. He's bought a few knives off me, and it's his one one for his birthday. Um, but I can't show it until after the weekend on my social media because yep. you know these stalkers that you get with that sort of stuff. But that was out of a nice, nice knife out of V Toku, um, which I've just ordered more of. I love that steel. It's so nice. I used the 20 Is that stuff. the one you showed me? Yeah. But there's a second one. Oh. I had to make a second knife in that, in that thing as well. Uh, but I've been doing that. Uh, I've got a couple of orders coming in. I um, sort of just, again, still taking my time with my kitchen knives and making sure they're all good. I had a shocker. Um, now, now I'm just down to the band aid on the finger. Oh, nice! But I had a, um, had a like a nigiri style weapon vegetable slicer, and I etched it and I, I polished W two with a hamon and I've, I've etched it and I've polished it. I was going for one of Mert's cloudy hamons rather than the ones I usually have, which are the darker hamons. And one side just came up. Schmick, it was it was awesome. Flipped it over. The other side wasn't quite as intense on the cloudiness, so I went went did another etch on it, and you know five or six etches in. And the last one I do, last etch I do, I normally then do my um, I oil it, and then I use the silicon carbide powder, and then I'll go and clean that up. And I was just not paying attention at the time. And I dipped my finger into the oil and went to put the oil on the blade and stuck my finger onto the knife. Like, no, it just went straight in. And I pulled my finger back and I'm like, oh, fuck that. Yeah, as I did when I rooted my thumb, I'm like, fuck, that was lucky. And then I got my finger and had a look because there's a little line of red appeared. <laughs> I've opened it up and it's like a Muppet. <laughs> Hello. So I'm in my workshop going, it's pretty wide and it's very deep. And I'm like, fuck, 
and there's like well, at this stage there's blood everywhere. I'm like fuck. Uh, my wife's over, like, listen to the power of the bees. So I, I wrap it up in paper and go into the house. And I'm like, darling, I need your opinion on something. She's like, oh, what's that? And I, went, <laughs> I need to know whether I should go get stitches or not. And she's like, oh, here we go. So, of course, she's come over and it's it stopped bleeding because I had the pressure on it. And then I've opened it up and she's like, ah, yes, yes, go get stitches. So... And then I'm like, but really? So I wash, I wipe it, and I go, really? Have another look, because <laughs> it was grossing around. I just kept opening and talking my things. I had to. I better go get some stitches. Yeah, I went down to the local clinic, and <clears throat> it was nice. Dude, this this is not even a sharpened blade. This is like they've been etched. Nothing's been sharpened. It's just thin as all fuck. <laughs> and so I go down to the clinic, and the nurse is like, "There's a look," and she goes. Oh yeah, well it's it's definitely deep enough for stitches, but let's just put some of well, those steri strips on there and let it heal. Give yourself a few days off, and it's like, <laughs> oh, oh man, man, and they uh, say that's one of the most. I've made, I've made hundreds and hundreds of knives. I've been doing this full time for five years. I haven't had that many accidents really in the big scope. Touch wood, and when they are, yeah. like they're only they're all cuts. Everyone. Work with knives every day, and you're going to cut your fingers. But this one, I was reckon, just I reckon we should call this knife accident, not knife accidents down under, Kev. You can be yeah. a star. <laughs> yeah, every you know. time we we come, you've got a different band aid or plaster or bandage yeah. or stitches. Most of those are where you grind your finger on the disc, and you don't care about stuff, that sort of stuff. Stuff in your ear. Oh yeah, my ears. That was just because I didn't get stuff in the guts. <laughs> Yeah, like a but you know, big scheme of things. They're not too bad. Mm, good shit. So, what else is news? Yeah. What are you doing? Well, the other now? thing I'm doing. Oh yeah. The other thing. Matt uh, likes um, swords from different regions around the world. So this one was brought to me in really, really poor condition, and I just gave it. The guy wanted a restoration but still wanted it to show the age. So I've left the dimples and divots and stuff in there because it was fairly well corroded. Um, and then, yeah, just what it, clean up the blade. What Sorry, is it? Bangla Can we have a look? It, it, yeah, it's a sword and it comes from the Bang Bangladesh. And Show the guy us the tip. It ah, yeah, the tip is actually made. It didn't break. That's actually how it's made. There you go. So it's from Bangladesh and yeah, got to clean up. And like I said, then I just had to go to town on the bloody, uh, all the heavily stained and pitted grass and all that sort of stuff and clean her up and chuck some beeswax on it. So, give it a, yeah, give it a slap a and tech. Side project. Yeah, how how old is it? How old is it? Uh, well over a hundred years, apparently. So Fair been in the guy's family for a little while. So it's a, I should say like it's an unusual yeah, little it sword. It's actually, cool. it's actually got a good sort of weight to it. You can tell it was, um, you know, just when I was sanding it and stuff, you can tell it was definitely um, like hand forged. It's not the, it's definitely and, not a machine job. And the blade, it, did it look like it had some sort of an engraving or etching along it? No, nothing. 
It has it has its own uh, fuller. Well, I can't see oh, right. Light. It has its own. Oh, yeah, you right, can sort yeah, of see yeah, where okay. that fuller line is. But that looked like it was actually forged into it the way the way it's going along. And yeah, like I said, it's a nice little knife. So the guys come and pick that up tomorrow now that we're out of stinking lockdown. But probably, you know, back in Bangladesh a hundred years ago, good quality steel would have been um, would have been uh, valuable and such. Grinding a fuller in would be not something you'd bother doing. You'd you'd forge it in. Forge it in. That's it. Yeah. It's. Uh, I don't think it's the best from working on it, like the hand sanding and stuff, because this thing was rusty as shit. Like it was, it was horrible. Um, but working on it, it's. I think it's pretty soft steel. Like it's reasonably soft. It, it sanded pretty quickly. I didn't have to do well, a great deal of that. Yeah, most of the. Yeah, most of the swords are not hard. With the with the way they've been heat treated and with the, their intentional purpose, they they're not meant to be hard. Yeah. Better Still a better good. a bent sword than a broken sword, they used to say. Yeah. Yeah, correct. It's it ha it has some similarities in the spine to like the way the katanas and stuff were forged, but it's um yeah, it's not too bad. So the guy will be happy. He'll have he'll have his little family heirloom restored and nicely he's only going to put it on a shelf or something for display anyway so it doesn't matter how Kev, this deal speak, is if you're not going speaking of speaking of restoration i went to see my local butcher mm -hmm. the other day and he's like oh yeah mate a friend of mine has a knife can you sharpen it for him I'm like yeah sure give it to me and he brings this knife so it's here and i open the knife up and from the way the way it looks i can tell this is made by Tom Hounslow, the fella in Tasmania. Yep. And yep. I'm like, okay, I don't like touching other custom makers' knives, but if they only sharpen it, I'll sharpen it. I took the knife out. So I don't know if you guys can see, the owners decided to chop up a mud crab with this knife. Oh, fuck <laughs> me. Fuck me. So there's no tip and it's bent. And I I, I didn't realize the damage that I ended up messaging Tom. <clears throat> I end up messaging Tom. I say, look, man, I don't touch custom makers' knives. I don't touch other people's knives. And do you want to fix this? This is your knife. And he's like, look, man, I don't have my shop right now. I'm in, I'm in no position to be able to fix it. And I said, look, this is the damage. This is what I'm thinking. Are you okay with the fixing? He's like, yeah, go for it. But and man, I, I I don't understand how they fucked up this much. Like they bent the knife from the edge, and it's not a tiny chip. Like there's a Two mil missing the edge. Yeah, yeah. There's like a, it's like a fucking bread knife now. I'm like, what have you guys done? I, I don't so know what, how people are doing. What are you gonna do? To fix it? You're gonna go back to the grinder, or are you gonna stone it? Uh it's it's not a stone work. It's definitely grinder work. I'm gonna have to come up two mil up, and yep. I think from the way they're sharpening, they must be using a. a the steel, like the rod, and which made a little dent in the edge. So I'm going to have to fix that. I'll fix the tip, but I won't touch anything else. Like, I'll edge it so pattern valid can be seen. But I'm like, what are you doing, man? Like, mud crap? Yeah. Don't you so have, like, you gonna... $10? So are you just going to um, grind it back two mil and then sharpen it, or are you going to put re-grind the bevels? Uh, I'm going to have to re-grind it because by the time yeah. – 
by the time if I grind the edge, it's going to yeah, be yeah. massive shoulder. If I yeah, don't take the but shoulder, that's going to be, but that's going to be much better for for this customer. I'm telling you, that's going to be a better knife for this customer. <laughs> That'll be a crap knife. Yeah. Look, I I don't like touching it, but this is more like an extreme case, and I already talked to Tom about it, so yeah, I'm gonna have to yeah. finish the bevels and all that. But man, whatever, if they're willing to pay, yeah. Is what it is. It's worth nothing the way it is. That's yeah, it. it's a bread knife. It's a it's a it's a bread knife. <laughs> With partial serrations. Well, I um, yeah, I don't know. I probably get this weekend. I'm gonna gonna hook into that that barrel knife I'm working on and finish it, or or not finish it. I'm not never gonna finish it this weekend. But I'll um, I'm yeah, working on the lock mechanism at the moment, and that's really tricky. Yeah, yeah. So is is that the one that is that the one that you send us pictures and we were both looking like? Yeah. Huh? It's a it's okay. it's it's a 1906 patent. Um, there's two left in that people know about. So it's probably there might be more in someone's bottom drawer somewhere. But there's only two in the world that are sort of um, collectors know about. Um, it was patented in 1906, and it's a lever action barrel knife. So, yeah. It's uh, it's like a Winchester, yeah, yeah. Except it's not that kind of lever, but it's still pretty cool. And it's just instead of the spring and the clip, it's an out the front basically. So if I can pull it off, it'll be good. Oh, Corey, do you know what I saw the other day? I'm on Facebook scrolling, and I'll I need to send you this picture. Okay, so you know all of us making knives, and we're trying to post it. And it gets taken down. So this ad was from a switchblade. Switchblade ad saying, oh, if something happens, you can protect your loud ones with, with this knife. How the fuck they got that through? <laughs> it's funny, oh, though. I mean, I, 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 I can't. I can't comment on that because fucking I've been banned forever for Facebook. So I finally um hang on. I I'll try to say I don't know if I can share the share the picture, but I can send it to you if you can share it. But I, I can get it, man. So the 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 holy grail of barrel knives typically of ones that you will actually find are the miniatures and the corkscrew barrel knives. And so Andrew's talking about the corkscrew barrel knife. The corkscrew barrel knife was pretty I'm not going to say it was really common, but it 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 was pretty common. So um, they they most collectors will have one in the collection of twenty or thirty knives. They might have one corkscrew, but the lever action one only two. Yeah. Send it to your messenger call if you can if you see it. Yeah, I could I couldn't so, believe it. What? Like the, um, I just sent oh, that picture off. Oh, that yeah, I'm gonna, yeah, I'll share it. Wait up, I'll share it. Give them some free publicity. Why not? No, you, you can't like put it in a way they don't see the brand, but no, I don't care. Oh, fuck, fuck you, Zuckerberg. Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck you, Zuckerberg. Exactly. Read the description. Read the description in the bottom. Classic Italian and handmade OTF. There's no blade picture. See, this is the problem. Facebook bots, right? Facebook bots can't possibly detect that this is a knife. They can't recognize the shape, right? 
they can't they don't know what an OTF is because obviously they if they'd said switchblade or anything else um it's not an OTF by the look of it it looks like a standard switchblade which used to if I'm unless I'm wrong they came out the side didn't they the ones I've seen all came out the side when you press the button. Yeah. So it's a class, classic example of a, of why Facebook bots are so stupid. I get banned for promoting a post that, that's promoting a guy with PSD and promoting um, using knife making as recovery. I get a lifetime ban from Facebook. These people could do this. Yeah. You're not yeah, missing that's, anything. That's right. <laughs> oh, fucking assholes. I, I, yeah. Let's not get boy, I'm too far up. But I tell you, it, it is what it is. So... Yeah. Anyway, you get that. You get that in the big jobs. So Jez Foster says he's had the honor of working on three of the late Michael Fechner's blades, but only because he's no longer around. So I know how you feel about working on other people's blades. Yeah, Michael Fechner was yeah. actually a really good bloke too. I really like Michael. He was always good to me. Yeah. Yeah, I met him in Adelaide a couple of times. Speaking of Adelaide, so the Perth Night Show got announced. Yes. Well, there's an Adelaide Night yeah. Show. There's an Adelaide Night Show going ahead, but it's the yeah. local Night Show run by um, Peter Bold and um, who else is doing that? Oh, Ryan. Ryan Daddle. Ryan. Yeah, Ryan Doodle. Um, Daddle. <laughs> anyway. Daddle, Doodle, Daddle. <laughs> Um, those guys are running the show there. It's not a KAA event, unfortunately. It's been down, much downsized, I guess. So it's locals only at this stage, anyway. Um, so if you're in the Adelaide, yeah, yeah, I think it's on the second week of November. Same dates that it was going to be, same location that it was going to be for the Knife Art Association. So if you are in Adelaide, you've got a knife show going ahead. Um, jump on and have a look at the Adelaide Knife Show. Yeah, support them. support them, support local makers. Go and buy a few knives and enjoy it. Yeah, the South so Australian Knife Show, there you go. Add some air details. Yeah. And um, Perth Knife Show has been announced for February 2022. Obviously, everything comes with a caveat and a clause in there, but if the world turns to shit again, um, it may or may not go ahead. That's so is, the, is, is Western Australia... Allowing people from other states or not? WA is fully not at this If you're fully point. vaccinated, I think you might get a shot at it by then, maybe. But at this by stage, then. I think yeah, I think at this stage they're still border closed. So, well, we'll see what happens. Mm. Anyway, look, a lot could happen in three months. I mean, look at yeah. us. We got out of lockdown in three and a half. <laughs> yeah, just just needs two weeks and a competent person, huh? Yeah. yeah, that's it. Fuck you, I, I, I don't understand what it, I mean. I understand why people are upset about lockdown. I understand the impact it's had on businesses, but I've I've been at home for three and a half months <clears throat> in my shed. It's like it's like a dream. It's like you know. I mean, I'm working here. I've got my desk set up. I've got my office. I'm doing all the work stuff, but I'm in my shed. You know. It's not all bad. It's not. Nah. Unless, anyway. your business, unless your business relies on people coming to you and then for the last 21 or you, months or, things have been 
pretty fucked up. Or you can't <laughs> ship, or you just can't ship. You have to close your business. I understand all that. I get it. But at the end of the day, like, there are some nice things about lockdown, right? You live at home all the time, Kev. So I, I do a three-hour commute. So my my world is yeah, totally but I don't have a, lockdown. I don't have, an in, I don't have an income other than but, people coming yeah. to me or selling the knives. And they only sell so many knives. And when your business is based on the experience of people coming and doing knife-making classes, you know, I don't get that. I don't have anyone going, okay, you can work from home. Did you register for JobKeeper and all that? Did you get any benefits? Yeah. Well, but, breadcrumbs in compared, comparison to what I can earn. Yeah, I know, but they, they, it's still something, right? I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying it's great, but it's still something. Yeah, there's a lot of places yeah. in the world where people didn't get anything. So, yeah, it's a percentage of what I could. It's a small percentage of what I can earn in any given week, but it's it's there, and I've paid taxes for fucking nearly fifty years. So fuck them, I'll claim it. Yeah, yeah. No, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? Yeah, that's it. There you go. But it would be Sunday nice if we could get over it because come on, I guess to a certain extent when you're just cutting things and cutting things and cutting things that it just bites down and you just go, fuck it, I just could I be bothered anymore. But Mick Webb. one of those things with it. The thing about lockdown that's been the most, yeah, the most um, impactful to me has been um, – the lack of the community stuff, all of the shows, hammer-ins and stuff like that. So that's the, yeah. that's the most impactful thing. Uh, but I'm already organising a hammering. I've got to tell you guys about that. And, um, nice. and oh yeah, it's going to, going to be situation normal again soon. So I'm happy. Can people, pe people can come to your courses now, Kev? Uh, Down there? Well, I can have two people at my home. So I can run my courses, but we're a hotspot to Victoria. We're a hotspot to New South Wales. So people coming here might have to quarantine for 14 days or yeah, right. might have to quarantine when they go home or might not be allowed to go home. So Yeah, so unless you know, they're Canberran. Yeah, I've got a few local people that have inquired now that we're out of lockdown, which is fantastic. But I've had people, literally people for 18 months from Victoria that the poor bastards can't get out of there. I feel sorry for them that they just can't get out of Victoria to do something, not just because it's, you know, my business, but yeah. I just feel, you know, what a shit thing to be in. But, so so have you done any, changed up your social media and promotion and stuff to target the local market? Do you do any marketing for your courses like that? Do you, no, do just, you just change it up? Word of mouth. No, mine's word of mouth. And have you thought about it? Well, I don't really need to too much because I I have the interest there. Not like I didn't have the interest there, even from the locals. I had the locals and we got shut down in Canberra and I had yeah. cancelled six courses or something. Yeah, it's right. just one of those things. No, 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 I, no I, get really I get it. I get it. I get it. But sometimes, you know, it's it's a business thing, right? And this is just a business discussion. I, sometimes, I understand that. But yeah, when, yeah, you've, yeah. when you're like, you know, we're not in New South Wales. We're, we're within New South Wales. I can't cross the border to go over to Queen Anne, which is fucking yeah. ten minute drive away. Yeah, that, that's the absurdity of this stuff with regards to these closures. And you know, I've had guys 
just up the road, um, you know, like uh, half an hour drive out of Canberra and they can't come in to do a course. Yeah, they can't well, the I, I think I think it's going to come back to normal soon, man. I think with the amount well, of people yeah. in the population, yeah, it's going to come back to normal soon. People are going to start can, pushing it. We can't, we can't, we can't stay people shut People have to start pushing it though, because you, you know, if no one stands up and says this is bullshit, you know, it's never going to change. Yeah, you yeah, but we're saying it with the yeah. with the weather heating up, especially Christmas coming up. They know if they're trying to enforce any longer, it's going to be mass civil disobedience. I think by yeah. by November, it's going to be like, yeah, see what happens. Well, this is they great. can't stop all of us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, up, mate. I, said, I still have <laughs> stuff. Are... I still have stuff to do in terms of making knives, which is all good and true. But like I said, then the other hurdle is, like I said, if I run out of something, it's just a real pain in the ass. <laughs> You get a simple thing like fucking meat gas. <laughs> it's just become something that you just like. Uh, so all this shit that we took for granted, yeah, I, like yeah. I, I don't care ordering from Ukraine and having it wait three or four weeks because it'll get here quicker than me buying screws from Bunnings. <laughs> like that's the hard reality. Um, you know, dealing with it, so, but it's just disappointing. It's disappointing on a number of levels, um, and you know. My my mental health has suffered a fair amount from it. That that teaching of people was, you know, not just a money earner, but it was the massive rush that I got for each, pretty much each weekend that I taught. That it's that was social a high interaction. experience. Social yeah. interaction, doing something that I love. Um, yeah. You know, seeing those smiles on people's faces when they come out of the, the end of the two days and they've got a couple of cool knives with them, um, and you know all the jokes and stuff in between. It's, you know, so you can only listen to like so many Joe Rogan podcasts and retro music things before you start going a little bit fucking stir crazy. Yeah. Uh, mate, it's, it is what it is. So Frank Lupino is looking for a um, recommended for a leather sheaf making course in Sydney. Um, and I think see Andrew's recommended Shane from Black's Blades and Shane's a good guy. And I probably would also suggest um, reaching out to Rob Morton, see if he's running classes. Oh yeah, um, they'd be the two I'd I'd be looking at. But anyway, that's just me. Um, so thank uh, <clears throat> you. Won't be allowed to play. Yes, yes. Anyway, what else yeah. is news, guys? What else are we up to? What's happening in the world of knife making on social media? Because I have not looked, and I do not care. <laughs> well, that's the funny thing as well. Um, I've I've spent bugger all time on Facebook. I'm actually enjoying not going onto Facebook. I pop in and yep. see what's happening on the knife making down under page and and that maybe click a couple of the knife makers people post that I see the friend stuff. I haven't been on there much. Um Instagram's my I still enjoy looking at Instagram for knife making stuff. I can't recall anything being sort of really stand out in the last couple of weeks or so, but there's been some pretty cool stuff on there. People yeah. are making some really, really cool stuff. So yeah, I um, I I just been off it. Um, yeah, they had this, they had this blade show, they had the blade show vest, and lately my timeline has been all the stuff with the blade show vest. Yeah, That's all I've been I'm seeing lately. The the thing about blade show west was this year it was held in Long Beach, before it was in Portland. Portland's at 
I mean, if you like Portland, it's nice, but I don't. It sucks. So, <laughs> so Long Beach would have been awesome, and and it was a bit sad that I couldn't get there. But you know, I'm going to get there next year, I reckon. Yeah, it wouldn't suck, Long Beach, California. Um, go down to Brad Stone's comment at the bottom there, Corin. Yeah, if you can yeah. See that. He's waiting on a potentiometer thing for his eighty-four. Yeah, we're waiting on them. From um, mate, if if that's a if that's keeping you from working, let me know, and I'll say take, just take the one out of mine and give it to you. Um, if it's one of the running. earlier, if it's one of the earlier yeah. FM fifty. Oh, look, honestly, we've had that many problems with the potentiometers. The old freaking Tico have said that they've they've fixed the problem and it's no longer an issue. But um, anyway, they're still replacing them, so it is what it is. We'll get that sorted out. Uh, just send me a note on Facebook, Brad, and uh, we'll get you get you sorted out one way or another. I'll I'll be able to help yeah. you. I'm sure, I'll take it out of my my machine. Swap my VFDs. Oh, well, you gave VFD you gave there. me that good idea for the oh, just at, setting the speeds. Yeah, you can change the programming so that it runs just off the buttons until yeah. it arrives. That that can be done as well, and I can walk you through that. Just get in touch, mate. We'll sort you through it. it. It from experience, it took literally. It almost took me longer to walk up to my workshop, which is yeah, it's twenty meters from the house, as it did to do the change on the on the things there. Yeah. I'll have to go and look up how to do it again. But anyway, that's all right. Uh, setting like F5, F6, whatever you're up and lower. Oh, ben, ben Duncan for those leather sheaths. That's a great shout-out as well. Ben's a oh, great guy. Of course, boy. yes. Yeah. I don't um, think ben, is Ben directly in Sydney, though? I think he's on the south coast these days. Yeah, I think he's But he is, hey, he said New South Wales. He didn't say Sydney, did he? <laughs> I think he said New South yeah. Wales. Yeah. <clears throat> um, <laughs> Sorry, I have a little private one. <clears throat> Anthony Kittle um, asked me about Hamons and I gave him some really good advice. <laughs> I suppose since we're a pretty degenerate uh, group of people, as it happens, <laughs> Anthony has been a shithead. I'm going to say that. I shouldn't have told oh, him that the go. podcast. I shouldn't have told him that the podcast was on. Anthony sends me a video on Facebook, and it's. Serious question, Kev. I'll need a little bit of help with Hamons. Hamons, nail polish. Use nail polish. No, no. And he's differential edge. Differential edge. No, he pulls his blade across and it's a fucking explosion Damascus pattern. Oh, nice. <laughs> and I said, no, no, you've got it all wrong, mate. What you've got to do is, is mix your Satanite in with some dog shit, maybe a little bit of your own shit. Smear it all over your face, then slap the blade on your face, and then heat treat it, and you'll get a good hamon. And then I found this gif. <laughs> I found this gif, and it's this guy, and he's just like liquid chocolate, and he's just splattered all over his face. <laughs> that's, that's the sort of stuff that keeps me sane at the moment. <laughs> so I'm not sure so how sane I actually am. Keep us safe. I'm not sure how sane I actually am. <laughs> it's too late for you, mate. It's all over. Oh, it was too late for me a long time ago. Yeah. 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 Very good. So, mate, you were holding and, up um, a knife just before. What was the go with that one? Right. This is one of the. We talk about comfort zone, but, you know, stepping out of comfort zone, this is the big topic. And, 
this request came to me probably six months ago and a fellow wanted a hunting knife and i said ah oh, sorry man i'm not the hunting knife guy he's like no no no, i want a knife from you and if he doesn't do well in hunting i'll use it in the kitchen and he had this diagram he wanted certain measurements handle type and all that i said and i tried to steer the way saying okay i can make a knife but if you want the certain specifications like this many mil here this many mil there it's not going to be the best knife so either i'll make the knife that i know it's going to cut well I can make it a bit thicker than usual if you want to use it for hunting, but I, I don't know if you really want to use it for hunting. And he said yes, and then I end up making it. And so it's 180 millimeters. Outdoor chef slash can be also used for breaking down animal in Takepu Super Gold 2, Damascus Samurai. He, wa he wanted the uh, bolster to be stainless steel. So stainless is bitch to file. <laughs> pain in the ass did you file. go which one Not which it. one is it? What stainless did you use? Uh P sixteen. Yeah, get four one six, move on with life. Yeah, four four one six, but it's less stainless. It is less stainless, but it's free machining. Yeah, free machine. I know that. So the handle you want it to be handled to be Walrus Ivory. So Walrus Ivory handle and Ebony Saya, and I also lined the inside of the Ebony Saya with the lamb leather, sweat leather, so it's a friction fit, so it doesn't drop. Move your hand out of the yeah. way. <laughs> What's that, man? Said, so move your hand out of the way. <laughs> 416, 416 is, at, is at least as corrosion resistant as the blade, though. They're yeah, both Martin it, it is. stainless. Well, Ah oh, well, heat treated blade. Yeah, that does make a little difference, actually. Yeah. Actually, speaking of heat treating a bolster, I'm about to. So today, I managed to fit a bolster into a knife. So again, the handle is bolster ivory, and I'm about to engrave. The, I'm about to inlay gold and silver on the side of the bolster. Heat treated, then heat blue it, and hopefully you'll see like the blue bolster with the gold and silver patterns coming out hopefully i can pull it up if you see a plain heat blood bolster they pretend like this conversation never existed okay i was just teasing <laughs> you guys <laughs> so brad stone's got a question for us brad thanks for keeping it real and making it about knife making what's the preferred sharpening tool or technique grinder tormek wicked edge setup paper wheels etc there you go corin what's yours what's yours one I, I sharpen I, everything I sharpen for anyone I do on the grinder and then a paper wheel. If it's a high-end kitchen knife and it needs stones, I send it to someone else. Simple as that. What about you, Kev? Uh, mostly belts. Um, and then I've been using those, um, what are they, the Stark belts? 2,500 and 7,500. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've also, got, um, I've also got a belt that I've got off Ross Arnold that's just... Uh, it's like cotton cloth, and you put the 60,000 grit lapping paste on there. Yep. Uh, do that, and then strop, and they're coming out fucking right, as sharp right. as anything else I've done. Yep. What about you, Mert? You're all stones all the way. Look, my preferred method is stones, but in reality, the bottom of the conversation comes to this. It comes to abrasive. It comes to not 
pushing the crap out of it. You're using belt grinder, that's fine, coin, but you're not using 60 grit. You're using 400 uh -huh. grit. You're using, using very slow. So when I was doing courses, when I was doing courses and knife sharpening, I kept telling people, the grinder is not bad. Grinder is good. The advantage of grinder is it's very fast. Disadvantage of the grinder is it's very fast. You either get a sharp burr, oh shit, it's blue, or oh shit, I got too big of a burr. You got to know what you're doing. If you know yeah. what exactly, you are capable of sharpening on the belt. If I have to sharpen the belt, I believe I can. Same thing with you guys. <laughs> but the reason I do it with the stones is stones are slightly slower, but if you fuck up, you fucking up less. And okay. I, yeah, I, I just like stones. That's me. But again. If the knife is sharp, I bet your knives are sharp. I bet Kezar knives, knives are sharp. I bet mine are sharp. As long as you get the desired result, whatever you use, it's fine. Paper wheels, stones, I, I, rocks, I paper, love, scissors. The paper wheels, because I, I've probably sharpened, I don't know, 100,000 knives on paper wheels. I don't know, yeah. a lot. I, 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 go to, I can go to a show, for, like the one over in New Zealand I just did, for four days, solid sharpening knives all day, every day for for four days and demonstrating how it's done. Um, so I can use paper wheels almost blindfolded and get a good result. Um, it's just me. It's just 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 my practice. I, I practice a lot that way. So that's what I use. Yeah. should also say that I'm using my Radius Master with the plate and tilted up so it's running parallel on the top in reverse at a low speed. And then sometimes, like I said, depending on how I go on the strop um, after all those belts, because I'll use, if I need to put, um, like, establish an edge on a hunter where I want the edge a bit thicker, I'll start at a 240 J-Flex, and then I go one of those 600 3M micron belts, like yep. whatever they are, 15 micron, which is about 600 grit. Then I go up to one of the about a 1,000 grit Trizac. Then I go to the 2500 and the 7000. Then, the yeah. then the stropping belt at the very end. But sometimes if I go across and I don't really have that sharpness that I'm after, particularly on the kitchen knives, then I just go on and hit the paper wheel myself. But the paper wheel, I don't know how you went, Corin, when you first started using them. The paper wheels I used to get on and just get the shits with it because you never get a good sharp edge. And then I worked out the right angle, correct angle, and then it was just home and hose after that. I was like, oh, fuck, now I've got it. Uh, people see me do this at shows. I'll show people how to how to get how I get my angle every time. Um, a lot of people sharpen on top, and I find that's fucked. I don't do that. I sharpen up the same way I grind, right? Sharpen with the blade held close to my gut, and I sharpen with my legs. And if you do it that way, once you've got the angles right, it, it's pretty simple. But... But like I said, like it's not like I haven't practiced it a million times. Yeah, see, I run my paper wheel reverse while I stand on the other side of my grinder. Yep. Run it in reverse and, and sharpen them at like that 11 o'clock, 11.30. I can't keep my angles that way. I can't. <laughs> and and, and I'm, I'm, like, I'm like a rapper doing the thing on the discs on those turntables. I can't do it. But my grinder's gut, I can pull myself in on the gut, pull my wrists up. My wrists are like here, up against my gut. And I'm, I'm working with my legs. And I can hold my angle. And as I say to people, it's not that you've got 21 degrees or 22 degrees. No one's going to be able to pick that. What is important is that you don't keep changing the angle every time you That's present it. the knife to the grinder. Because you'll end up the with a fucking best tool shitty 
<laughs> the best tool holder, the best tools then got. It is the grinder's gut. Grinder's gut. And 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 if you sharp sharp with your legs, and that's the sort of thing. If um, you know, most people if they if they go that way, it, it's a pretty simple system. The paper wheels, but at the end of the day, there's heaps of better ways to sharpen a knife in terms of getting that precision edge. And certainly, people come to me with their high end kitchen knives and stuff to the paper wheels. No. It's totally the wrong tool for the job. But if you want to sharpen your hunter um, and, and get it back to a great edge, and it's it's fine. Or your wife's kitchen knives, my wife's kitchen knives, they go to the paper wheels because um, they're all um, shit. Well, guys, the reason that I got use of the stones was when you're in a busy kitchen, you got three minutes to sharpen, there's no grinders. There's no paper, but like there's a, there's probably a kitchen stone that's been dished out. Like you can drink a fucking soup out of it, or that's like whatever you can find. And you have to be proficient enough to be able to get your job done and get your tool to work again. So that's why I had to learn how to sharpen a kitchen knife on a stone. Good on you, Chris. Good to see you here. Chris is uh, from Freem. As a golfer who sells abrasives and has never made a knife, I would use the best equipment in the world. But if I don't understand angles, I'll never be able to sink a putt. And that's that's a that's a fair comment. The main thing with sharpening, though, is like I said, that you're you, you're consistent with your angles. You don't want to have multi, and it's the same with any grinding that we do in knife making. You don't want facets, right? Yeah. You want to have you want to go when you present your blade to the knife to grind the bevels. You want to make sure that you're flat up hard against the abrasive and you're not faceting. You want to have a nice, consistent grind. Yeah, but it looks cool. Fast, fastest look cool, card. Fastest on Instagram look cool. <laughs> <laughs> go and get your, go and get your bloody nail polish differential etch. <laughs> you can do fastest, and you can write, "Oh, this is my journey to knife making and bullshit, bullshit, bullshit." <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. So there we go. What else is happening, Kev? We've been chewing our fat for an hour. Let's get serious. We haven't have a we don't have a plan for tonight, uh, which is no big surprise because we've never had a <laughs> Let's plan get since about the third episode. As opposed to when. I asked you guys a question. I was the most prepared ever. I asked you guys yesterday a question. Hey guys, what do you want to talk about? Like fucking nothing. Yeah, I know. I you had a whole day to fucking think of it. <laughs> I know what. Yeah. I've got Timmy. I've got Timmy coming to the shed tomorrow. I've got Timmy time at my place tomorrow. He's working from mine. We're doing a little bit of a um, R and D project. So we'll see how we go. Are you guys playing? Are you guys playing priest and the uh, young boy? What are you doing? <laughs> oh, fuck off, you idiot! Confession. <laughs> yes. No, we won't oh. be doing that. So. Um, yeah, no, Sorry, no, we, we've got a bit of a project going on. We had some fabric, had a, some people here today. We did some fabrication. It's going to be a pretty cool, sick thing. We we'll get it going. And uh, but I, I would suggest I, I invited him to join us tonight. But looking at the time, nine thirty. If he's not here by now, he's um, well, he's asleep really. Probably it's Timmy. Day. He's had his warm glass of milk Timmy. and he's he's gone for the night. He had to get up at eight, so got to be here at eight tomorrow. Uh, and he's making a set of Allen keys. Actually, you're not far off. You're not far off. We're not making Allen keys. We're playing with some other stuff. But, yeah, <laughs> he's just heat treating the tip. Did you see that one? You you weren't here that week, Kev. No. You 
no, so the week you weren't here, we had Timmy with us, and um, Timmy Timmy made he didn't have an Allen key the right size to to fix something. I forget what it was. Was it his fly press or something? And um, uh, and because he didn't have the right size Allen key and he couldn't go to Bunnings because lockdown, he said, "I'll make one." But but then he only heat treated the tip, so only the tip got hard. And when he tried to push it in the hole and and, and gave it a pull, it all bent. It all twisted and bent, which was pretty funny. We all laughed, and there was some innuendo thrown in. Oh, I bet. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, don't no know. I broke three. Program. Broke three end mills the other day. That that was a bit disheartening. We spoke about that, didn't we, Kev? Get, yeah. get some Chinese ones. Chinese um, yeah, no, and I got oh yeah, I got today. I got a new countersink bit, four point three mil countersink bit, which is small, and I'm looking forward to using that. Guys, yeah. have you seen the power hammer that Jamie got? Let's talk Jamie's about power that. Let's talk about that. And is it common knowledge on social media that we talk about Jamie? Well, How are you going, Jamie? Julianne, Julianne commented, um, "Hope Jamie is feeling a lot better." And then Jamie commented, "Thanks for asking about." How the surgery went, and he's on. So the let's end. talk about that. Let's talk about that because if he's if he's talking about it on social media, we can too. Um, we got Kev some bad board. news the other day about Mister Sausage Man. Kev, yeah, see if Jamie wants to come on. Jamie, there, Jamie. Jamie I'll there. send him a link. Send him a link. Send Jamie. Oh, yeah. Probably going stir crazy. Probably going stir crazy anyway. Yeah, I'll get him the link. Keep talking, guys, so, so it doesn't look good. So, so bear, bear with us just for a moment because... Uh, just keep talking, Kev, about something useful. All right, Jamie, uh, if you're still dick, out there. Dick, 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 <laughs> dick, dick, Alan Keyes are best made heat treated all the way. But remember to temper them, the correct temper, so that they don't become brittle and snap, which could be as bad as not heat treating the whole thing and having it bent. How's that for useful information? Supposed to fire your imagination. Well, that's that's it, really. Jamie's seen the link, so hopefully he'll click on it. Okay, so Les, Les, said, Les said that he's posted his injury on Facebook. Um, oh, well, there so you go. I've only been on Messenger as opposed to the actual Facebook, so I haven't seen I it. Haven't, good I've just checked checked messages as all. Well. But anyway, here he is. Yeah. Come on. Hey, hey. How are you? How's it going, guys? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Hey, nice wave. Yeah, show us the other one. This one's a bit. (laughs) (laughs) Kev's here with a little Band-Aid on his finger. Hey, don't worry. I I hurt myself. It's hurting me. Talks about 20 minutes about it. Fucking boo-boo. I drove to the the clinic, and then I had to wait in my car because the place was chockers. And as I checked my messenger, Jamie sent this picture going, like with his hand up in bandage going, oh, I'm in fucking hospital and I'm going to need surgery. <laughs> I'm having a laugh because I just went to get me little denim chick there. <laughs> so, Jamie, you were wiping down the, the bottom die on that big power hammer. Yeah. Um, I I think I'm listening to both streams. That was, that was incredible. I had us talking to us going through my headphones and it was just a bit shocking there for two seconds. So I missed... Everything that's you right. guys said, but that's, that's all right. okay. it's even better. It's not much. No, so, so yeah, so um, 
That's the question on everyone's lips. Okay, what did I do? I was um, drilling some holes through a knife, and no, I didn't drill the the steel. I was just drilling the handle holes out for for the pins, and I was putting a big fat lanyard hole in, so twelve and a half mil drill bit, and I went to the grinder to just clean up for the handle fit up, and I just kept going. And I profiled out the knife and I put all the bevels in and I did all the stuff and then went, oh, shit, I was supposed to drill the holes. Just went over the, the drill and drilled the first first scale, no problem, and then got on the second side and it was the side that was sharp against my hand and I was hanging onto it. And it only moved, it sort of moved through about 30 degrees before it hit hit the steel at the back of the drill. But that was enough. It took, it took half of my palm off. So if you look on this one, it... It cut down through, down through there, uh, all the way around and back up through there. So, Ooh. like, like meat hanging off, like fillet steak just hanging off the hand. And and oh. yeah, I just looked at it, and went, uh, that's, I can't, that's not good. I can't fix that with super glue and electrical tape. Because <laughs> but I'll have a go. But I'll have it, a go. If it had been a bad cut, you wouldn't know about it because I would have just super glued and taped it and kept working. But it was it was just like, you know, it's. I, I looked inside myself and I didn't like what I saw because it was all meaty and chopped up. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, and, and the stupid oh. thing is, I moved the clamp out of the road that was bolted to my drill table to do it. So you could do it, yeah. Yeah, so I just, just fucking dumb, you know, and... It, it, like I said, I did the first one, absolutely no problem. But I was hanging on to the spine too. And this one, it was just, just the blade was just a little bit too sharp. And, and it yet, just grabbed. Had you been drinking? Normally I do no, shit like that no. when I'm half blind. What, if I was half blind, I probably would have let it go and it would have smashed. <clears throat> and uh, in the conversation that we had, Jamie, on Messenger, when you were sort of expressing your. Pain, oh, I was fucking not in a good place <laughs> when I was messaging you. So Jamie, I think that was after they gave me the morphine. So yeah, I was just <laughs> Jamie messages the other people in the conversation. Uh, you know, go fuck. Hope you're okay. Hope you're okay. And then I chime in with, "You'll end up with a hairy palm if they have to take the skin graft from your ass cheeks." And then every fuck has been messaging that to me. <laughs> then I said, what? "No more high fives because that's going to be like slapping you on the ass." And then I think the, I think the clincher was. If you buy me a cup of coffee, I'll stick my thumb in your palm. Well, needless <laughs> to say, Kev, there's the there's the skin graft right there. So no oh, no oh, ass there. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, it's mate, hope, hope you'll heal first. Hope you'll heal <laughs> better mate, soon, mate. The, the thing is, yeah. it's already on the mend. Um, I just gotta. I, I can't sit still, man. I'm fucking into everything, and I'm just like, I can't mess with it. That's why I've got this brace on to try and stop me doing things. <laughs> So that I don't no, you, fuck you, around. You need a fucking, you need a fucking cold on your head, mate. Totally. <laughs> That's not gonna stop you. I could go for my. <laughs> yeah. So, other other than that, the disappointing thing is I can't use the power hammer. So yeah, you know. It's, yeah. Uh, not really a little bit shit, but... operation. No, well, well you know, <clears> and it, 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 it needs some new seals up in the top. But other than that, it's uh, it's going quite well. What sort of seals has it got? Is it is it like is are they piston ring style or no? It's it's leather. Oh, true. So wow. I don't know about 
the the rings or the seal on the on the top itself, but um, the lower seal is a double leather ring. Um, so yeah, um, Mark Krauss, the, the Hammer Whisperer, has been helping me with it. Like, like he's been going out of his way to send me info. So yeah, um, got so all. So is he giving you, you? Would you say he's giving you a hand? Oh, I need, I need three of those at the moment, mate. You didn't palm you off when you asked for help? Shit, Kev. Did oh. that cut? Did that one cut? It cut me real deep, man. Yeah. What's this, oh, Jamie? So, sorry, mate. Sorry. It's something, it's, that's something I can't do, Kev, right at the moment. That's the sound of one hand clapping. Oh, yeah, well, I could have done it like this, mate, you know, like, yeah. oh, yeah, oh, no, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I've had a lot of helpful people message me saying, you know, you should really, uh, you know, you should really clamp down your blades when you're drilling. And I'm like, no fucking shit, no, guys. Shit. Like, well, it, it was just one of, if I had been drilling the blade, I would not have not had it clamped. It was just, oh, yeah, it's a bit of G10. It's fucking fine. No, it's not. Fucking yeah. rip care bust. Yep. And again, no, if it I, had been the five mil, I probably would have just snapped the drill bit, and it would have been fine. But because it was twelve and a half, it held on. Well, I, you get a I was drilling out those. Oh, I get those every other day, mate. So, <laughs> Nothing different. No. 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 I was drilling out those. Do you remember the pot hangers I did a few weeks ago? I, I was drilling them out, and um, I used my new drilling table, and because there's no real way to hold them, and that I was holding it by hand, but I put a couple of bolts in. So that they were hard up against a couple of bolts in the in the jig table, and um, one caught and broke just broke the drill, smashed it straight away, dropped dropped on the table. But it just dropped on the table; it didn't spin around the helicopter of death. So, well, this didn't even helicopter, mate. It it it, it went like I've got a column holding up my mezzanine, and it, it sort of went thirty degrees, so it's sort of like that. Yeah, but it was just enough. I was I was really hanging on to it. Yeah. And it must have already been digging in and it's just gone yeah. slice, you know. And I'm just glad it hit the column because the next thing after my palm was on my fingers. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Right. And, and I don't know, I don't know. If it hit, had a hit bone, maybe it would have stopped. But then the thing behind that, if it had been free to the column of the drill, it might have been my hand between the column of the drill and this guillotine. You know what I mean? Like could have been straight yeah. off on the floor. So I'm so oh, lucky. Mate. Yeah. So yeah. lucky. Yeah. Like for all the stupidity that was involved in what happened, I can move all my fingers and I've got most of my feeling and I'll probably walk away with a bit of physio at the end of the day to get it working again. And like thank fuck for that. Yeah, fuck no, good. You just gotta you just gotta start practicing on the right hand. Sorry, Jamie. <laughs> well, you know you know what, mate, with the nerve damage, that's gonna be like the welcome stranger, because I won't be able to feel it. Anyway, on to a question. <laughs> Mick Webb asked, did you end up picking a colour for the power hammer? Um, look, man, I have not decided on it. I may go with the, the navy grey that was on it. I re I'm really liking the weathered look, you know, showing its age and all that stuff. But I'm not going to pick anything till I finish rebuilding it and because I'll only fuck it up, you know, and then then I'll decide. But kind of like it. Reason to put a coat of clear over it, mate. Keep the yeah. Well, the maybe that, that may be the go, man. But um, it's... she's got character. That's that's. I'm all for that. For that, it's either all or nothing, isn't it? No, no. And I totally, 
really love the the like like again your delicate tapping machine how that came up you know i, I like that it just it's just a breath of fresh air on an old machine but more so liking the story that where the pain is now that that it tells so it's um yeah. it's got a bit of character in that regard yeah yeah because uh, it's a bit of red paint over the gray so it's like you know someone else has done something with it so and it's a pretty rare hammer too. That I've heard stories that there weren't too many of them made. Look, um, Baron Baron von Beamish has been uh, feeding me info on it. Um, yeah, I believe there's <laughs> another one. Uh, yeah, um, well, he calls me the sausage Führer, so I had to get him back somehow with the bat. <laughs> but anyway, um, so there was either four or six made by the Austral Otis Lift Company. Um, but it was the Austral Otis company. They just ended up making lifts, you know, in, in their heyday a lot. Um, the motor has got a, it was made by whatever this company in Sydney that was <clears> contracted <throat> out to, to Compton Parkinson and it's got a date of 1928 on it. So, um, I can only imagine that that's when you know you wouldn't have a motor sitting on the shelf for indefinite amounts of time so it's also right got an the, eight sorry i was just going to say you can just imagine they've just started they've just started the uh production of power hammers they've got all the molds made they're starting to do the castings what happened in 1929 great depression comes along yeah yeah depression and then yeah you, no yeah, you have a stock exchange no you don't fuck you <laughs> yeah that's it that's it no. so yeah that's it guys um so yeah again it's got an a painted on the flywheel and on the side so obviously they've had it apart at some point um you know so they painted it in different spots so it all went back together on the same machine but um yeah it's it's revealing more info the more we dig into it but um i'd like to find out in a bit more detail but there's definitely a it's got a oscillator melbourne on the side but there's a there's a spot for a, a, a nameplate. um yep. the other machine that we know of that's still running is is in a workshop down in melbourne so i'm going to go on when we're allowed to travel go and talk to those guys and and just have a look and see if i can get some more info on it yeah, yeah, but, right. Um, Mark Krauss is told, like, from the photos inside, he reckons all the bottom end and the drive is all um, massy. Oil pumps massy. All the oilers are, are sort of massy-esque. And then everything above that quarter of the machine is all nasal design. There you go. So, so yeah. It's a hybrid. Well, that's oh. the thing. The nasals were direct gear drive onto the, onto the flywheel. Um, and so they had another section that was cast iron that mounted the motor on, and this is just um, belt drive, and it's just got a little adjustable thing to tension the tension the motor. So it's pretty it's, straightforward. It, it's a little bit more compact and a little bit more lightweight, but um, technically all the all the the main ends are nasal B three. So no good stuff, man. Good stuff. Yeah, that's it. That's so. What's the uh, where did you where did you dig it up? Where did it come from? Where did it get rescued from? It it literally was a Facebook um, marketplace ad. Oh, true. Um, yeah. <laughs> However, um, <clears throat> Riley Burns's godfather is in the workshop next door to where the guy 
was <laughs> and already knew the guy and like he put this facebook marketplace ad up and then i know of at least three people that messaged him and he didn't respond to anyone and riley went there because again we were in lockdown i couldn't go up there um riley went and saw him because obviously he could go there and just said this guy messenger jamie i know him he's serious he's got the cash ready to go you know it, it's a goer and then he messaged me back saying yeah i spoke to riley no problem we'll just organize when you can get up there and as soon as they said central coast of newcastle's in a in a travel yep. bubble i just said yep i'm going up there for work and let's go and just looked at it and went "Fuck yeah let's go like it was Beautiful. small enough that it fit straight into my workshop my foundation yep. was big enough for a 110 and yang so it's 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 perfect because it's it's about it's a hundred kilo drop weight it's like 250 pounds so around that mark yeah right just under just under a, right. a 300 weight Jeez. exactly yeah yeah that's a good size man how how high how tall does it stand it was 1.8 to the to the do you think do you think he sees the top current do you think he can see the fucking top what are you talking about yeah exactly i'm sure it does <laughs> it was it was 1.8 to the top it's got a it's got that big chimney on the top that the nasals have but um i've raised it up 250 mil um so that i didn't have to sink the angle in and again because it floods i just went i'm going to make it a little bit higher just so it's out flood proof yeah so you know the, again the I, anvil it's a it's a two-piece <clears> hammer <throat> so the anvil's mounted separate yeah totally but i've just bolted it all like so i've i've got these 150 by 250 steel um like rhs yeah and then i've cut them on a on a on a 45 on the ends. so then i've bolted through and then bolted into those to uh, mount the hammer and it seems to work fine you know and um there's a lot of yanks have done it like that sometimes they just bolt the anvil down or a piece of you know inch plate and then put them up on the rhs and i just went that that's going to work for me so yep it's not quite a one piece because it's bolted onto a piece of plywood just to deaden it a little bit and it's it's working spot on I was worried about yeah, the neighbours because they are close, you know. And but my neighbours are cool. I told them all, look, if it's shit, then tell me straight away. And you know, when I'm hitting um, blocks together, they sort of go, yeah, things rattle in the house. But when I'm forging, it's fine. So not that I've yeah. done heaps of forging, but I've done enough for them to go, yeah, no, it's cool, no problem. So yeah, that's yeah, it. Nice. Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, that's so. a very cool project. Yeah, so now Definitely. all you've got so, to do is recover. So what do they reckon for the recovery? Six weeks, usual? Oh, they, they haven't said too much. It's sort of like two weeks and then I can sort of get all this palaver off. But then it's probably going to be another two weeks before, like two weeks to get the stitches out. So that's Monday. And then probably another two weeks of bandages and bits and pieces just to get the hand back together and then some, some rehab, you know. You're going to um, make a sheath out of that uh, thermoplastic uh, split? <laughs> maybe yeah yeah well that that was it I was, oh. they were heating it up and i'm going I could have used a bit hey, of that's kydex, kydex. Yeah. yeah i asked her that she goes what are you talking about <laughs> don't worry darling it's okay. Jamal. <laughs> Jamal, just do a resin resin caster shit like do a hybrid handle some timber yeah. and some that yeah well there you go that's there it the, the, the old hybrid well there you go yeah, so what else is news, mate? Um, 
you, you made a few in the interim or have just been all on the hammer? Um, mostly on the hammer. Um, I, what, it was just making that chopper, um, you know, it was a big cookery um, for the destruction challenge, but obviously that, that fell by the wayside. And um, I knocked up a uh, pipe hawk out of Rort and Damascus. That was pretty cool. Um, ring Gidgey handle. Yeah, I saw that. So that. That was mint. Nice. It, it came up a treat. Like, could it, the shape could have been a bit more, um, you know, bearded down the bottom there, but, you know, it is what it is. I, I just ran out of time to make it and just finish it off as it was, you know. So, yeah, that's it. Just trying to stay out of trouble, but at the moment, you know, sitting around, you know, can't do anything, scratching my ass basically, and, you know, there's only so many hours you can spend on Facebook before you go insane. So Scratching your ass. <laughs> Exactly, mate. Exactly. <laughs> you beat me. Too. I, you know what? I, I, I'm happy. I'm happy for the comedy. But it, uh, it, it would. It would. It would have killed me if it had been. You know, the old ass hand with the old hair yeah. coming out. <laughs> well, for the most scratch, part, scratch for the smooth. most. Oh yeah. For the most part, it's only. It's only just down this edge. That's the graph. Everything yeah. that was on the palm was still the skin that was hanging there. So, yeah, right. But it was it was over twenty four hours before I got back into surgery. It was it's a bit of a shock. Yeah, wow, so. wow. Because it was like, yeah, we're going to stitch up at Wyong, and then they go, no, you're going to Gosford tomorrow morning, and then and it was like, I got a phone call. No, nah, fuck it, you're going to Royal North Shore. You know, so again, so they got the hand, they had the hand clinic at Royal North Shore, so it was probably probably for the best. Yeah. Did you yeah, go yeah, under yeah. for it, or were you just Oh yeah, man! Like the whole hog. Yeah. yeah. Well, that sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, but, but like I said, I've worse. got all my fingers and they're all working, so you can see they're yeah, all, they're all going. So. Yeah, that's awesome. Very, very lucky boy, considering that I just did something that we all get away with, and I didn't and get away times. with it. You know, that's it. I know. Run the gauntlet on a lot of things. Who was a, again, who it's, it might have been before. fine if it had to be one mil on the edge and might have just given me a scare, but, you know, it was just a little bit too sharp. And Well, earlier Frank was calling me the um, – Frank Lapino was calling me the, you know, most accident-prone knife maker because of me cutting my finger. I don't know, mate. I reckon you're fucking topping it now. Oh, for sure. <laughs> this week, but maybe next week. Yeah, yeah that's it. You'll be back. Yeah, yeah. You'll be back. Yeah. Don't, we'll don't wish it, Kev. You'll be you'll be getting your throne nah. back before you know it, mate. Oh, look, and, two and year, two years thing. in a row. Two years in a row, I did a hospital visit worthy injury to my hand on Father's Day up in the workshop. And this year, I was going up to the workshop on Father's Day, and Rose like, "Did you, oh, have, did you have helmet where on?" Just where are you going? I'm just going to vacuum the workshop floor. I, I can't see what I can do wrong there. But then I was thinking about, uh, you watch, I'll turn the power switch on and electrocute myself or something. <laughs> yeah, so Father's Day, I'm banned from being in the workshop just because it's two years yeah. in a row. Yeah. Anyway, it's Sunday afternoon for me. They do. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah well. Do I'm, we want to wrap it up there? Yeah, I'm done. I've yeah, got to get going on to get get too. Um, well, well, anyway, gentlemen, it's fantastic for catching up with you. It's um, it's been too long. Um, hopefully, we can 
or get get together soon and just have a quiet one and laugh about all the bullshit that's been going on. Yeah. Be nice. Check out scars. Check oh, out yeah. scars. <laughs> I, I can't wait to see it. Like I don't know. <laughs> if you if you want to see the photos, I'm not I don't like I didn't post any photos up because nah. it's an instant ban these days. Like it it it's it's pretty bad. You know, yeah. I still, I didn't, like, I, I, didn't, I only any. took the photo after they juiced me full of morphine. I couldn't look at it before that. Yeah, you fair know. call. You know, fair even call. the even the stitches, you just look at it and go, whoa, that's that's nasty. So, yeah. Did they take anyway, the doc- stitches? Oh, I don't know. I didn't count. Oh, there's a photo yeah. there. You can, I'll, I'll send it. You can join the dots. Yeah, right. I know. <laughs> but, uh, I, was, I was saying a couple episodes ago that I got me cowboy sewing machine. And what I'll do, show me it, and I'll make you an improvised picture of the Cowboys' arm machine. Nice, nice. I'll make a palm for you. (laughs) Thanks, man. All right, guys. Too easy, gents. Have a good one. Have a good one. Thanks, everyone, for joining in uh, for the shit giggles Um, and me being a jerk to Jamie while he was... It's all right, mate. It makes me laugh every time. I knew knew what world of pain you must have been in your own head in that room at that time. I was real worried there for for a day or two, man. I really was, but I'm I'm good now. I'm good now. Yeah. Well, if you need anything, Jamie, the community's here for you, mate. You've always done everything right by us, and I'm sure we'll all get behind you again. Appreciate it, mate. And 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 everyone messages everyone has been sent has been fantastic. So really appreciate it, Brad. Brad's no, thing there about get a haircut, Kev. <laughs> 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 oh. See you, boys. See you later. Bye-bye. See you, buddy. On that note. <laughs>